You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. Hey, that's different. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's been a minute, so it's going to be something different. Let me hear it. Yeah, it was different. It was just a flat out A. That's, that's how I was feeling today. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome to Black Guy Therapy. If this is your first time listening to us, hey, welcome. Um, we're glad you're here. Um, we are a, a podcast designed for black men to talk about issues that generally we we don't talk about just in uh, you know normal life with our peers. <laughs> and when I say peers, I mean, well, you know what I mean. Anyway, um, welcome. We're glad you're here. <laughs> if this Again, if this is your first time listening to us, we're just so glad you're here. Um, anyway, yes. Joe, how are you? My brother, I am fantastic. Today is a, is a great day, and and I I can't say it's been a great day all day. It became a great day when this became what we was gonna do with it. So, I'm I'm just happy to be here, man. Hey, and you know that's my motto. And and apologies to our our normal listeners. Our I don't know about at least a hundred normal listeners, right? Um, mm-hmm. Sorry for the 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 long delay. Um, we are having some computer issues, and I am not able to get my computer in the, I, not get it fixed where I'm at. So I'm, we're working, we're working with what we got. We're putting band aids on stuff, and we are making it work. So, um, hey, we were able to make this work today. So we're glad that you've been bearing with us, and um, thank you again. Absolutely, absolutely. For all those folks who reached out to me personally. Uh, thank you for reaching out uh, and, and just the fact that people are reaching out. It, it's that constant reminder. You know what? Maybe the stuff we're talking about, maybe it really does mean something to somebody besides just me. So thank you all for, for being people who are invested with us in this journey. Yes. I second that. Now I'm going to hit you with the Steve Harvey. Well, <laughs> it's been right. what? Two, three ish. At least, at least two, at least two months. At least. Has it been two? Oh, gosh. Yeah, about two months, I, I believe, because, you uh, know, this is my normal is to listen to us on Sundays when I clean, you know, when we're doing that growth thing. Like, yeah. what can I do better? What can I say? And it's usually on Sundays, and, and I haven't had a, a Sunday to listen in, in quite some time. Well, you know, it's, you know, sometimes great leaders just say, hey, it's my fault. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to take the blame on this one. And it's okay. But, hey, we're back now. And, yep, uh yep. We are going to push forward. We're going to pick up where we left off and, and just keep on going. So um, what's up? How you been? You been all right? I've been good, man. Everybody in the family's been good. And, and the, you know, of course, the goal is to keep everybody healthy. That's been the case. Um, getting a lot of stuff done around the house. It's spring. So you know what that means for the garden. Exactly. Uh, so, so I'm right back at it. You know, got a full garden back there with stuff ready to come up already. So it's a good year so far. Yeah, that you know, um, so I am in a unique position where currently I am homeless, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. for a little while longer, anyway. Um, so I will not be able, and I don't have a yard anymore, or I'm not going to have like a yard like the size I had before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I am having to do some interesting gardening habits. Uh, or I'm going to have to do an interesting gardening habit, something that I dabbled with before, um, but mm-hmm. I'm really going to uh, dabble in it now. 
um, just because the size of my yard. And and again, we know gardening and, and being connected to the land is, is a cultural thing. We know that it has been passed down by our people. Um, we know the land, right? So I don't want to lose that connection, but um, I'm not going to be able to, given, given my circumstances, right, I'm not going to be able to do it from the land like you, right? Right. Right. So I'm going to have to do it the hydroponic way. Okay. Okay. Which is I'm, okay. I've done it before. Yep. I'm not a, it's the roots. It can be a mess. Um, but Hey, I'm going to be able to do it. Um, and it costs a little bit more money cause there's, you know, I'm not using the sun or right. the earth, right. I have to use water that I have to pay for, and there's like I say chemicals, but I guess um, nutrients that have to be pumped through the water for the for the plant. Right. So that's that costs a little bit more than doing it the natural way, which I love the natural way because it it, it really gives you a connection to to your your earth and your land and 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 where you're at, and it, and it yes. I think it grounds you in in in, a, in such a way that it gives you some connection to um, the ancestors. So, yep, I agree. I agree, man. I, I didn't realize how much I agreed. And one of the reasons why I was so glad that our paths crossed was because you are one of the first examples of a dude look like me back there in the yard gardening. And I was like, man, I sure would like to be able to grow my own stuff, you know, just to be able to sustain my family without needing somebody else. And, um, you know, you motivated that. And then I started and now I feel like, man, I'm I'm not a pro but I'm, I'm pretty good at this now. So, and nobody who my, ever starts at anything is a pro at it, right? If you are, you're an anomaly. <laughs> truth. So, um, I'm just glad that you have continued to do it. I mean, this is what the second or second, third year, third year, second, second, second. year. Okay. So the second yeah. year, um, of doing that. And, and that's, that's awesome. So, um, yeah. shout out to, to my grandfather who, well, my grandparents period, more or less my grandfather because it's it was his garden it's his thing that's what he always wanted to do and what he always did um so yeah that's how i was able to get those skills and and pass them along you know you you think you pass them to your kid but i ended up passing it to you <laughs> so, that's right hey each one teach one right exactly so um and you have some at the house that you can pass that on to so it mm-hmm. works out perfectly yep and, and they out there working with me i make sure they not only help to plant, but that they know what each plant is and what you can get from it. So these are conversations we have, especially since the parents had to become the teachers during 2020. We had a class, I called it agriculture, and we would go out and do the recess thing, run around and play for about an hour, and we go back to the garden. So we just having conversations about the process, um, what it needs to grow, how it helps you, how you can eat it, cleaning it, and you know, just being aware of the ground, like you said earlier, just being connected to the earth in general. That's huge, not just for us, but for everybody. I suggest any culture, any ethnicity, any race, make sure they have a connection to the earth because that's that's critical. I think to just uh, the will, the the you know how we say like you either thriving or surviving, right? The connection that you have to the earth contributes more to the thriving versus the just surviving piece. So I I definitely make that suggestion. I would never force anybody to be vegan. Uh, the way my wife and I have chosen to go. And even that is 70, 80% for my diet. But I would never force anybody. But if you can connect, please take advantage of that opportunity. No doubt. And, and hey, even if you don't have a yard 
Um, I saw something, and I, who knew we were going to talk about agriculture, right? Um, there's also, right. you know, in, in other news, there's also a big uh, black farmers in the South are suing the federal government mm-hmm. in other news, right? <laughs> but yep. who knew we were going to have this conversation? And, I, you know, I think it's so cool, especially especially brown-skinned people. Um, we can, we literally can can take, anything and make it great right so um i don't know if you ever saw that story um in los angeles Uh, i think it was in compton they wanted a community garden right but they didn't have any land or whatever to to grow the community garden so they grew it in the in the uh in between the sidewalks like by their mailboxes yes sir like that's phenomenal like somebody was like you know what if we can't do it we're gonna do it this way I love that. It, it's crazy because the level of resilience that we were forced to have, while, while it sucked, the circumstance sucks, you know, considering what, how we came into that level of resilience. But the end result is we were able to develop some skills, cultivate some skills to be where we are today. So I think it's, you know, you, they say, and it's cheesy, you got to find the silver lining, but um, through that process of slavery, there are some things that we picked up that made it so we we can survive almost anything, I feel like, at this point. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And we have Henrico with us. Um, he he has finally, he's finally made it in. Um, we have just been talking about gardening. Um, and you can also add to this conversation. Or you can just be happy to be here and we'll move on. <laughs> so. Well, I'm just happy to be here because that's y'all expertise. Now, I don't know nothing about my garden. Even though I want to <laughs> learn. Somebody posted Ben showing me, but I understand, you know, every time I speak with his daughter, I know that uh, he's been throwing salt on my name. Because she don't just treat me the same no more. Every time I roll by, she's just looking like, yeah, whatever. Like that's her daddy cool. specifically said, don't talk to him. Don't fool with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So, you know, I understand, you know. <laughs> I'm not everybody's cup of tea, so you know I get it. It ain't my first time I've been kicked out of a, of a group. Oh man, that's funny. Well, mm-hmm. hey, we um we uh I'm about to do some more work on the second one, so we can get it going. Yeah, I mean, you were supposed to show me on the first one, so I ain't gonna hold my breath. Boy, boy, you lying? I told you about yeah. the first one after. Yeah, after you finish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah. You see how he threw that in there. So he told on himself, but he said he told me. Well, I tell you what. It'd be like that sometimes. If I had a dollar for every time somebody promised me something and didn't come through, well, I tell you what. You'd have seven dollars. Right. You have ten (laughs) dollars. Man, I'd be up there with Elon Musk and them. (laughs) That's funny. I'd be sitting on top of the world, baby. Speaking of sitting on top of the world, let me tell you, so we in in Obviously, we haven't had an episode in, in, in quite some time, so I think this, this episode is going to be more about catching up just in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, like speaking of Elon Musk and out of this world type stuff, so we talk about crypto, right? We've talked yes. about crypto on here multiple times. I have a friend who, I don't know if y'all keep up with crypto at all, mm-hmm. but there's a crypto called XRP called Ripple. Yes. You know yes. anything about it, Joe? I do. I have some. Oh, okay. Henry, you too? No, I ain't got none of that. Okay. I don't know nothing about that. Well, let me See, tell you another about... conversation. I'm not, uh, I'm privy on, you know, Joe has all these 
these connections and stuff, <laughs> education-wise. You know, he can enlighten a brother, but, you know, he don't never want never share. So it's all good. I mean, you know. Well, I'm going to share with good. you now. How about that? I appreciate it. I appreciate so, it, Todd. You know what? I'm Man, I, I need to start calling you more often. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, I call you more often, but let's let's I'm, I'm gonna take you here i'm gonna take you here so xrp ripple right it's it's a cryptocurrency um they had gotten some trouble with the sec they went in this lawsuit right but anyway mm-hmm. i have a friend who's who has had ripple since i don't know 2015 14 or 15 mm-hmm. long time holder this person, she was always like, Todd, you need to get into it. Like, I'm trying to tell you, XRP is the future. Now, at the time she told me this, it was probably six, seven cents, right? Okay. Um, now, she was telling me, she said, I literally take a portion of my check every month and put it towards Ripple. Now, realize she's been doing this since 2015-ish, right? 2015, okay. 2016. Now, she's been putting in since it was in single you know, like pennies when it was worth pennies. Right. Have you seen how much it is today? Is this the one I'm thinking? I just pulled up. It's like a dollar and change, right? It's like a dollar ten. She's yeah, been investing yeah, yeah. in it since 2015. It's seven cents? Yeah. Ooh. How, how many shares she got? Oh, she probably has over a million dollars worth now. That's or close to it. So let me tell you what she did. So she texted me the other day. She says, hey, uh, have you checked the market? <laughs> anytime anytime she says that, I'm like, oh, crap, something crazy has happened. Because she put me on, mm-hmm. and, and I've made a significant amount, too. Not as much as her, <laughs> but um, she was like, yeah, I told you it was going to happen. And then she sends me a picture of the brand-new um, – uh bronco uh so she went to the to the, the car dealership bought it in cash with her she, got, she got one of the new oj yes she was like i told you nice. look what i yeah. just did went bought it in cash i tried to tell y'all you especially black people we need to get in on this crypto right now because Crypto is kind of like the dot com. You remember the dot com bubble in in, yeah. in the nineties, right? Like yep. everybody was trying and to see, get in. Not to cut you off, not What's to up? cut you off, brother. But it's so many of them. Which one's gonna stick and which one's not? Because so, we know big one's gonna be there. That's that's a given. Yeah. Where it's at, it's hard for that to fall back. So what's the next one? So that's but, that's the thing. We don't know what the next one is. And that's what I was kind of alluding to. Like it's kind of like the dot com deal in the nineties when when all the all the dot coms were going public on the stock market. Nobody <laughs> knew which one was gonna pop. Like who knew that Google was gonna be the one that survived, right? Nobody right, yeah. knew that. Um so no. it's kind of the same way. But a thing you can do with crypto, there are a bunch of crypto uh analysts out there that you can just YouTube, right? There's a, the, I can't think of the guy's name, and I'm not going to give him any free pub, but he's a very good um, analyst. He, he usually Is that one need right there? Uh, yes, that's XRP. Okay. You see it, Joe? That guy, he gives great, great analysis on cryptos. But if you're if you're getting into it and you're trying to figure it out, you need to follow the the alt. They're called altcoins. You need to follow the altcoins that closely um, move with Bitcoin and Ethereum. And if you can find the ones that closely, anytime you see like Bitcoin move up, they move up. Then those are the ones you want to get into. 
Um, XRP is one of the ones you really want to get into because banks overseas have already started using it. Um, and okay. they're allowing their customers to use it. So they've been paying overseas. They've been paying with XRP. That is currency for them. And now the United States is starting to get into it and adopt it. And now they're probably going to let banks have it over here too. And well, we ain't, yeah. they ain't going to have no choice. Otherwise, they're going to be left behind. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's kind of the United States is playing catch up. But um, I feel like this is why I feel like the hold up is. I feel like every other country's on board except the United States. Uh, Meaning, I don't, I don't think that's if true. We, no, I'm just just hear me out now. If meaning if they don't, they got to find a way to replace the billions of uh, dollars that they have in the bank now. The paper. Once they can figure out how to replace that, I believe it'll go there to one universal currency. Which would be either the Bitcoin, whichever one of them coins they want to go with. I don't know. So I think I think of it like this, right? Like think about it. Think about it in terms of how we used to do it, right? What was what was currency before? It was gold, right? Then gold became scarce, and then they moved to something else, right? Um, now we have dollars, right? Dollars are made are printed on paper, and paper is not Correct. scarce. We can print more money, but now you have inflation. Um, uh-huh. And the thing with inflation is, I mean, if you keep printing more money, you're going to have inflation, correct? Right. Um, mm-hmm. So with with alternate coins, altcoins, and Bitcoin, Ethereum, these uh, are on the blockchain, and there's only a finite amount of it. Like, and once that amount is gone, it's gone, right? So it holds its value. So there's no inflation. So I think that's what we're. It, let me say this. It, this is my, this is Todd's prediction, right? As as the as our country prints more money, inflation's gonna go up. Bitcoin's gonna rise, like, mm-hmm. and and altcoins too. Like it's gonna rise because as you print more money, there's gonna be inflation. <laughs> so stuff is gonna cost more with dollars. Right. So I don't know. You you know what's interesting about that? I was thinking, man. Muammar Gaddafi was creating his own currency, right? Yep. Off with his head. Then they killed him for it. Had to take him out, right? And I'm thinking, man, He's just... He's a dictator. Ima- He's a bad ruler. Let's kill right. him. Just imagine if cryptocurrencies moved as slowly as what he was doing. It makes me wonder if, if the same thing would have happened to the cryptocurrencies. So that's interesting you say that. So the creator of cryptocurrency, uh, Satoshi, he will not, he won't come forward and say who he is. He goes by the name of something, Nakia, something Satoshi. Yeah. But he won't come forward. I've heard people say that. That's more than one person. Most people believe he's, it is a single man, right? Who created this blockchain technology and pushed it out. Um, but he won't come forward and say who he is. Now there have been Would people. You? I, no, and that's the. I think that's the point I'm <laughs> making because, like, oh, okay, I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. Gaddafi was like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut myself off. We're gonna make our own stuff." And Gaddafi then, tried to book the system. Yeah, and then you know he was he was taken out, right? <laughs> he wasn't taken out, man. He was a bad leader, a dictator, you know. <laughs> right. He, he was doing the country wrong. I mean that's that's what they tell us, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, even one of the even one of the presidents got on TV and said, "Yeah, we had to 
we had to do what we had to do because uh where yeah. we're going i just i just wonder i mean and you take it you take any any person who's who's been you know outspoken about things like that in in well that that can challenge or change the system right like Yes. What happens when somebody challenges or changes the system? Generally, they get killed I mean, we, somehow. We ain't got to go overseas for that. Let's talk about the Panthers. We can talk about, you know, well, Dr. I mean, King. We talk about Dr. King. His anniversary of his death was, what, two days ago? Three three yeah. days ago where he's killed in Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that you, is, so, yeah. You speak out against a certain group of people. You might want to just go ahead and make sure all your affairs in order and your people <laughs> All your affairs in order. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, what else is And I, no pun intended on that one, Joe. I, I mean, yeah, Joe. No pun intended. I know what you were laughing about when you said affairs. <laughs> yeah, no. I wasn't even going that route. Well, you know. But hey, it yeah, is what it I'll is. Leave it there. Yeah, I'll leave yeah, it there. Yeah, it is, it what, is what it is. is. But yeah, it just it just always makes me think about um, that preparedness. Like, how prepared are we to evolve into tomorrow? And and I think that's the two the two biggest challenges to um, black folks. My opinion are we're always behind the eight ball in terms of that hitting that evolutionary curve, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and and we're always trying to. Well, let me not say that. I, I feel like we spend a lot of time trying to explain to other people why we feel the way we feel and why things are the way they are in our lives. And I think if we stopped explaining that and spent more time, you know, focusing the energies of all those people together to build something, it can build out. So even thinking Bro, about crypt- cryptocurrencies, you know what I mean? Like yeah. somebody created this technology, right? But it took for all these folks to buy into it to build it up to what it is yeah. imagine if we kind of mimicked that just in our communities and not just to say we got to have a whole bunch of black wall streets around the world but why can't and we could but just the mentality that it goes into creating something like that is what that's what i think more about it's the mentality behind why you do what you do not just the outcome because the outcome may not match the mindset um or the the you know vice versa so it's just I'm like, man, if we could get together and build our own type of a blockchain, not legitimately that, but just as an example, like, for instance, popular culture, we dominate popular culture. We create every new style, every new trend for the most part, all of it, but we don't monetize any of it. So what if there was a way where when something cool came out, uh, we we found a way to get ownership? And I don't know if you guys are familiar with its um nftw i believe or something like that I, i'll look up the term here in just a second but where you're you're able, NFT, what nfts about digital, digital yes. uh portraits or digital pictures yeah yes that's so the dumbest di- thing ever digital ownership is what it yeah. is but it's moving like crazy yeah yeah and you can buy so digital uh real estate too like in yes. nfts which is awesome i think which i don't it know is. what you're buying but <laughs> you're buying just something like, let's, let's let's talk about it for a second you can buy a digital portrait for like the guy. I think it was, was record breaking. He paid millions of dollars for it. Mm-hmm. You can pull up that same portrait right now and take and a look at it. Out of it. Yep. You could, but so, so the, but, but you could, all right. What am I trying to say? 
let me get it out here. <laughs> I want to see how you monetizing that. So each picture, every picture um, has a hash value. That hash value is the thumbprint of the picture, okay? Uh, or the thumbprint of the image, whatever. It has every, every picture has a hash assigned to it. There is huh? no other hash like that hash in the world. So if he has that photo, when they pull up that hash, they know that this is the original photo. Nobody else can duplicate it because the hash value assigned to it will never be used again because it is assigned to that photo. It is just like a fingerprint. So that's so what makes these though. NFTs so interesting because, I mean, literally you buy it, you're the only person with it because it has that hash and nobody else has that hash value. Okay, I get that. I get that part. But if I could pull it up, what do I need? To, why do I need to buy it? That's so. I'm gonna give you the the a simple explanation that. And I, I ain't saying that to be an asshole or anything. But no, I'm no, saying, I, I get it. I agree. Look at it. What yeah. What am I? What do I need to buy it for? It's digital. See, anybody can think, pull that up. I think this is where our thought process is different from certain other people. It doesn't matter if you can see it. I own it. And nobody else. Yeah, you have a copy of it, but I have the original. Yeah, I but own you it. Have a, you have an original digital picture that I don't need the original for. Right. It's right. But, but think about how you're thinking about it, though. You're thinking about it from from I don't need it because I can get it. I can take a picture of it. But somebody else sees it as I have the only picture. I have this only picture that's like this because I have the one with this hash value, which means you don't have it. Even if you do have it, it's fake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, so and it's, make, it's just like it's make, just like art. That don't make sense at all. <laughs> It it doesn't make sense to me either. That's why I wouldn't pay a million dollars for it. But I'm just to know it's that it's going crazy, going crazy, and but just to know that the ability to own something digitally can give me this type of a bankroll. If something happens, I I create I become a meme for something dumb, and then I sell that. Michael Jordan should make a killing right now. Man, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, he so should make like, a killing right now. No, I, just, I get it. I get the yeah. concept of it. But to me to go out and pay that X amount of dollars for it is yeah. stupid. Yeah, I I can, again, you're I thinking about it from, from your point of view, right? Like, right. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I get it. But you got to think. So, Todd, let me ask you this. You take a picture of a of, of, of tiger. Mm -hmm. You got that only picture. You put it up on the market. How much are you going to sell it for? As much as somebody's willing to yeah, buy it, literally for as much as willing some, somebody's willing to buy it. I mean, I'll put. So what's stopping you from going? What's stopping you from going to take that same picture of Tiger again? Because can, they can't tell you you can't take a picture of your dog. No, I can. I absolutely can. But, but, and here's the thing: like I understand digital photography because of the industry I worked in for a while. Like I know that I I understand that it's given a hash value, which means it's given a digital, a digital fingerprint. And I know, but nobody else will have that fingerprint. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's a little different I mean, for I me because it. I understand I, it. I get it. I understand the, the concept, but what I'm saying is what fool in their right mind <laughs> will go Collectors. out and millions of dollars. But this ain't like a painting you can put on the wall. But that's the evolution of time, I, I guess, is is what, you know, even talking about like Elon Musk, everything yeah. that we're talking about now, like oh. Facebook, Twitter, all this stuff. When I was, you know, 20 years ago, never thought anything like that would be possible. Well, so man, like, you're 65, so you might want that's to what I was about to say. Years ago. So, man.
imagine how much the uh, NFTs I got on deck are worth. <laughs> man, hey, man, fire them away. Man. But no, no, I, I like it because it, it shows you that there's evolution. And, and the whole point of what I was saying before that was, I think part of the reason why we kind of stay put, like we get those little breadcrumbs from the government saying, telling us that we are equal and le- the playing field is being leveled and there's all this hold equity on, being on, given. Time out, time out. What, what, what breadcrumbs are we getting said we are equal? Oh, man. Um, uh, uh, I'll give you a great example. Your girl, uh, well, former wife of Kanye West, got that one brother out of prison, right? Oh, that was a breadcrumb. Yeah. You feel me now, right? I see, I, I see where you're going with it, but I, yes. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I, man, but the point is <laughs> we get them breadcrumbs and we feel like things are really even. It's really level, but the reality is we know that there are opportunities for us to take ownership if we understood that process better through evolution of the mind we would be able to get closer to leveling that playing field without somebody else giving us something to do it. That's what I'm saying. And I wish that, you know, as time evolves and changes, the methods used to oppress or to, to, to maintain power, position, money, whatever it is, there's evolutionary thought behind that. We're not evolving with our thought. We're always whatever in the moment, whatever that moment is, we, we fight in that moment. And I'm like, man, let's stop fighting the moment. We know what the moment is. Mm-hmm. We know what's happening on the streets. We ain't got to tell it no more. Everybody knows. It's silly for us to keep doing that. We're now, wasting, bro. We're wasting, wasting bro. behind the scenes, let's find our own blockchain or create it. Let's create our own NFTs. Let's create our own content and monetize it that's because people did. want to see. That's exactly what Akon did. That's all I'm saying. Like, if we did that more, we better be I, very careful. What you mean? Not wishing bad luck to the brother, but to do what he's been doing is phenomenal. Yeah. It ain't nothing been it ain't been done before. Yeah. Oh no, it so, has been done before. It just hasn't well, been not done at, before. Not at this scale. Not yeah, at this scale. I, not in, in this modern era because yeah. I, I mean we and I guess Joe hit on it. We've been so far behind and we're trying to we're trying to catch up and everything that we built was torn down and then you know yeah. you you but every time I build something and tear it down, eventually I get tired of it, right? I'm like, whatever, I'll just do nothing, right? Because that's what you want me to do. Like now he's he's showing you here's the blueprint, let's do it. And he's doing yep. it in a place that I mean has everything <laughs> already, and I love it. Yep. Yeah, see, that's that's the that's the thing. Yeah, he's he it's been done before, but he's it's being brought back to life. Yeah, they don't like that. Yeah, and, I agree. And I don't and I don't care if they don't like it or not. I mean, let's let's be no, real. No, no, even I'm, in I'm even like, in Georgia, what that family that family that bought all that land in Georgia and to start their own city, they bought they bought even more land. They got more people to buy in. They bought more land. Yeah. So no, no, we we're on the same page with it with, with it, Todd. I I hundred percent agree with what he's doing. But what I'm saying is. History has shown us. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. only go so far before we say, "Hold on, wait a minute." Yep. Yeah, better slow your roll, player. And you know what the beauty of it is now in twenty one. I even so for my job, I did a couple of presentations here recently, and mm-hmm. I You're made going. it a point. Not at all, but I made it a point <laughs> to refer to George Floyd as the greatest martyr of our time. Intentionally, I said that. And mm. the point was, 
it takes a George Floyd, unfortunately, to continue to push us forward because sometimes we get comfortable. We don't evolve anymore. And we feel like we've got to this point because things are sort of okay for us. But it's sometimes, so in the case of Akon, there's nothing, there's nothing left for him except to become more iconic Correct. and, and to become a martyr. So there is, it's a win-win. Whatever he does, it's a win-win, and I'm sure he's cool with it. So I get what you're saying about being careful, just realizing that the moment you come onto the radar as a challenge to that power, mm-hmm. to that, you know, to that respect, money, yeah, mm-hmm. you do put yourself in, right in the crosshairs, but that's okay, is my point. Like, he's he might be. I'm not going to speak for him, but I feel like he's probably at that point where he's like, whatever happens, happens. He's it, was gonna happen, it was going to happen regardless. It's going to happen. And I put in this work. My people are eating better. They living better. The The informational gap is starting to close. We've already got all the natural resources. So the wealth gap, it's, it doesn't need to necessarily be closed. It just ownership needs to be changed on, on who owns the, the resources. But and think he, about he, him, he, he, him doing straight. it there. Did it, did it didn't that was intentional, right? Because now he's with yep. his people, and now think about it. Those people look like him. They're like, "No, nah, man, we ain't gonna let nothing happen to you. We gonna take care Correct. of you." Correct. Correct. So, uh, mm, I don't know how I don't know how tight I don't know how tight knit his circle is. So I'm not gonna speak on that. But if you watch Judas and the Black Messiah, just because he looked like you, don't mean that. Oh yeah, that's that's factual. But again, I think that's um, and this again just Joe's opinion. But I I feel like we all know there's always going to be somebody who's looking at what you're doing and what you have, mm-hmm. and and have a way to kind of make it about them. Like mm-hmm. shoot, I need to have that. You know, mm-hmm. like on on uh oh man on belly. I think I'm about to drop a dime. Yeah, you I, know? I like that. I need to drop dime on that. Yep, it's always going to be an instance like that. But I think the greater is that people are going to ride with him. Just like with LeBron. I know it's black folks that hate on LeBron and hate LeBron, but the majority the of people reason. and the majority of the people that ride with him, it'd be the same like with Akon. Of course, you're going to have these groups that, you know, that try to infiltrate your circle, but you still got a circle nonetheless that you do trust. And that has been there. So I think either way it goes, um, we don't know for sure. Cause we ain't there, but I Correct. feel like, I feel like just w- like with Gaddafi, um, Castro, a lot of these people who have been referred to as certain things and, and not to speak too much on Castro because I have a Cuban friend who told me some of the stuff that was said about him was true. So I wasn't there to experience it. Mm-hmm. But point being, when you do so much for the people that are around you, you can mm-hmm. count on some protection. And I think, you and know, to Todd's point. I, yeah. I, hope, I hope they have his back because he's stepping in ground where it's going to ruffle some feathers and, and, and you know they they're not gonna like that but for what he's doing what he's exposing the world to what he's exposing his own country to Mm -hmm. is great and see that's why i I I commend the brother on i'm gonna disagree Uh, there because like you saying he's stepping like he needs to be careful what he's stepping into i i honestly don't think that the powers that be care that much about that because he's he's an anomaly like Joe, didn't we talk about what was that one thing we talked about? Where you where you pulled up the video and we we played the video where it's like, all right, oh, there's yes. one um, of them, right? But if we can get another one and turn him against this one, and then yeah. now they all back in the same bucket, right? Like, yeah. 
So yep. I feel like they're like, okay, yeah, he's doing that, but who over here is doing that? Ain't nobody over here but doing that. We're we working 20, on ownership right now. <laughs> in, right. in 21, in 21, just to see that, it is, it's going to expire. It's going to inspire a couple more to follow behind. Mm-hmm. We, we may not be here to see it, but what he's doing is going to inspire people to be like, you know what? If he did it, we can do it. Yep. Not, why why we not all doing it? That's what I'm saying. So to stop that from happening, history has shown us, all right, look, wait a minute. We got to start, we got to start, we got to, hey, we got to start taking something out. Yeah. I So, so you know, kind of staying with the continent just for a second, there are two different stories I want to just mention, allude to a little bit. And I know I showed this, uh, we talked about the one, but where they found, uh, oh my goodness, was it the Congo? Oh, they found I need the to, gold. All in yeah, it. when they just found a mm-hmm. random mountain and it just so happened to be full of gold. Mm-hmm. Then you had in Mozambique, within like the last week, week and a half, um, they discovered oil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, folks came in trying to shut it down uh, so they could get, you know, gain control or to the to the oil. So, of course, they could uh, produce their own type of funds off of it. But it, it's just every time I think about when we're talking about like the acons of the world and how everything they need is right there uh, in their grasp. If you could get some of the some of the minds who have been exposed to, you know, this evolution and technology and get them to take that information back and build even bigger. Cause I would imagine if you can get 10 of the brightest and best from our culture here in the U S took them to two to three different countries on the continent and let them come up with solutions for um, infrastructure, whether it's the roads, whether it's the technological infrastructure, uh, whether it's cause I think they do a fair job with um, import export, but if you got some of these folks who are a part of this system that we have that has figured it out on how to get over on people, so to speak, and they took that information back and helped to build it up, I wonder what that would look like. That's a good question. I mean, and and we've seen. Well, I say we've seen. I've been I've been following some um, some tech people uh, on SiriusXM um, mm-hmm. who have been taking the technology that they have made, and these are young young black kids, young black boys. I, I say young black boys. I guess they're like in their early twenties, mid early to mid twenties, right? And they're yeah. taking the technology that they're making and sending it um, back to Africa and going over and trying to help. Um, Bill, because they're literally, I think they say what, they're like 10 to 15 years behind on mm-hmm. technology of us. Yep. So, you know, something that was hot to us 15 years ago is just now hot to them. Yep. So they're going over and trying to upgrade these things. And I mean, they're making a lot of money doing it, right? Like right. you're literally right. changing the landscape in the country. Yep. So and, and getting wealthy. And getting wealthy. And, and getting other people wealthy. And getting time. other people wealthy. Yes. So you're creating jobs. You're creating a more equitable infrastructure. Uh it, you're creating a sense of or reestablishing a sense of pride because now people can take pride in their country because you know, of course, the the fact that the resources that kind of move the world are not talked about because of where they're from. Mm-hmm. People, you know what I mean? Like if people knew that you would not have your cell phone without Africa, you, you know, that a lot of things without you would have a lot. I, I use that one because you know how people are stuck on that device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but, but you yeah, gotta get the copper really or is it copper one of the one of the metals inside of it i think you have it ha- it comes from there like if you don't have yes. it can't have a yep. phone yep that's exactly what i'm talking about so you know just the natural it's just nat. it's just there in the ground all your cell phones are right in the ground so it, you know it's just it's kind of interesting to talk about and i'm glad we're kind of going over a lot of these things because in in you know we haven't like I said, we haven't done a show in a little while, so we haven't really been able to talk about current events. And I want to bring something up. I was um, listening to a show, and I don't know if you remember the guy who was in Central Park, the bird watcher? Yeah. Uh-huh. So the the podcast I was listening to, uh, the guy actually went through the actual full conversation that the two people had. Come to find out, from the brother that was involved in this, he was the instigator in all of this. So she turned it up with, with how she started acting when she called the police. Mm-hmm. But he actually did throw a little slick uh, uh, threat her way. So it's like, man, I immediately jumped on board because I feel like I was race baited. And mm-hmm. I that that's something I wanted to bring up here, too. I think I'm still very much susceptible to race baiting. How y'all feel about that? You could be. You know, I mean, you could be once you hear the first story without context or detail. So I am a person, and I think it's just because uh, at this point, well, um, I've worked around so many like conservative white folks <laughs> that if I see something, I make sure that I try to get as much information on it as possible. Um, especially like when it comes to laws and bills and stuff like that. Like I will read the whole law and bill before I talk to you about it. Right. Cause that's just the type of person I am. And then, you know, like I said, working around like conservative white people, cause they're going to hit you with not facts, but they're going to hit you with talking point. A lot of them hit you with talking points. Some of them hit you with really good facts, but a lot of them hit you with really good, well, not really good, but they hit you with the talking points that they see on the networks, right? So you right. have to be able to combat that, and the only way you can combat those talking points is if you know what is going on. So um, a, a lot of stuff like that I, tr- I try not to, like, step into immediately without hearing the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just that's just me. Now, talk to me maybe three years ago, four years ago, yeah, I'm stepping right in the middle of it. And, and, I, and I'm not ashamed to say that because – that you know that's that's the way I was but now um you know given my my situation like I now slow play everything and learn a little bit about it before I jump into it gotcha so yeah it's, that, it's that an um, intentional thing so well that that's a skill set I need to get better at and I didn't realize I needed to get how much better I need to get at it because it was it was shortly after George Floyd when that happened so you know of course everybody's on edge already the, the facts, the rest of the facts weren't even a, it didn't even matter what the rest of the facts were it's because we have seen that movie so many times. And I think that that's that evolution is people are like, all right, now we already know they've seen the movie several times. So now let's put the narrative out there that this evil person did this to this black person. And then everybody goes nuts on the white person. Then they find out the real, now they turn back on them. Like you never know what the real plan is, but I will say, I, I am going to make it a point if it's something that I'm going to talk about. If it's not, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. 
I'll leave it where it is. But if I if I'm gonna open my mouth and speak on it as if, I'm gonna do my research. Because yeah. when when I heard the actual account from the dude, from the black dude who was involved, I'm like, you just dry snitched on yourself. So yeah. I was just curious how y'all felt about that, like just race baiting in general, and if that's something you feel susceptible to from time to time. And like I said, I think I used to, but now I'm, I'm now I'm I'm at a point in my life where it, it's crazy. I I read more now than I've I feel like I've ever read in my life, which I I don't know if that's an age thing or or what, right? And I I don't know. I've had this conversation with my I had this conversation with my great grandmother who is still with us, right? She's she's old, but she's still with us. But I remember she was telling yeah, me she was like, um, she said, uh, what she tell me? She said I remember like she's still sharp, right? She's in her eighties, going on nineties, right? But she she's still sharp, and she said I remember. When you were little, she said, I'll never forget. You ran up to me, and I guess I was in, like, third or fourth grade. And she was like, you told me I'm reading on a sixth grade level, and you were in, like, third or fourth grade. And she's like, I'll never <laughs> forget that. And I and it's like after she told me that, like, I don't know, something clicked in my brain. I just started reading again. It, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know how it happened, <laughs> but it's weird. I also don't know why I shared that story, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I just, I, I, I guess again for me, I just, I want to make sure that that my my not just my goal, but um, my purpose is is evolution. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even when I'm speaking, that's what I try to talk about is that personal evolution. So um, I need to be able to call it out on Joel too. So that's yeah. that's really why that came out. But I thought about that and I was like, my goodness. If we had all these details the first time, and it's just like, think about every other situation that exists. Yeah. If we had all the information at the beginning, how would we do, how would we respond? I'm sure it would be different, but how different would it be? Why would it be different? Yeah. And um, I, like I say, we're running out of time. I guess we got like 15 minutes left, but I want to, I want to throw this out here. Cause I mean, we're cutting down right on, on our time, but um like this trial, you, you you remember how like when we were younger and they said the OJ trial was the trial of the century. Yes. Like mm -hmm. this George Floyd trial is the trial of the century now. Um, <laughs> I, and I know some people may not believe that, may not think that, but I think this is, and I'm gonna tell you why, or this is my reason why, and I'll get your thoughts. Um, what's gonna happen in the like? A A if 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 dude goes to jail, the system worked the way it's supposed to, everybody's gonna be like, you know, nothing changed, right? But mm -hmm. B, if he gets off, the system also worked the way it was supposed to, and there's gonna be mad people still. But even then, um, regardless of how it how it plays out, there's gonna be some this is gonna fundamentally change policing in America. Um, because there are going to be literally policy changes from this um like whole and when i say policy change i mean like whole policy books like redone um that's why i say this is kind of the trial of the century right because this is getting ready yeah. to literally flip a whole perf or I, I i don't call policing a profession it's a trade right because it's done differently everywhere um mm -hmm. it's about to flip this whole trade 
on its head. So I say that, and I'll turn it over to you guys. I don't, and I hate to sound like this and do this, but I don't see this changing anything. He you just know, done, he, what he done was something that's been done for years. Right. And when I say years, we're talking like 400 years. So if they didn't change anything then, why change it now? Because it's, it's a different time, right? Like, get it. I get it. I mean, I understand. Our I just don't have too. faith in it. I mean, if it yeah. does, great. I'm all for it. But I have to see that change before I believe in it. And see, and that's the attitude that I said people are going to have. It's going to be like, mm-hmm. if, it, if he gets convicted, great, the system works. But we know that the system is still crap. But if it doesn't work, like, then everybody's like, the system is crap still. See? But... I it's still think loop. that it's going to change. I, I think that it's fundamentally going to change policing wholeheartedly in the states and probably the, the world. Yeah. I hope so. But until I see it happening, I ain't got no faith in it. You, you know what's crazy, though? Like, we're, we're talking about what current state is, but just imagine, like, like for me, I'm, I try to be as logical as possible. And when I look at what happened, with Mr. Floyd and several others, the question is always the same. Like, the reason this is a big deal is because of this. This is the direct correlation. Everybody sees this. Why can't we just speak about where this started and that be the conversation if we're going to have to have one? If we're going to have to have a conversation, let's talk about that as opposed to what's happening right now because we already know that. Let's acknowledge it. Let's talk about the potential impacts. Not even what's going on. Let's talk about these things. Then let's start talking about, all right, so what does really, what does equality and equity look like? So again, my organization, there's a heavy focus on diversity and inclusion, right? The exact same with 99.9% of organizations across America and maybe even across the world. But if all of your C-level your executive teams, your, your VPs, uh, your senior directors, like those upper, upper management level positions that are predominantly white males, unless those white males start just giving those seats to other people, where does the real change come from? Because we've already, we've already acknowledged that the frontline employees, you know, the hourly folks, that's always going to be high in terms of minorities. It's the upper level positions. So you want to bring people in but they're not bringing them in for these positions that they cannot get. Not that they just don't have, cannot get. So I'm curious to see what, what that change really looks like, you know, because to Henry's point, <clears throat> it's difficult to see a world where people just give up power. Very yeah. difficult. I don't think that world exists. But there's so much pressure being put on now and people are being held to the fire. Now you'll be able to call them hypocrites and be okay yeah, with it. Exactly what so, I was going to say. Yeah, my job, like, if, if you're telling me you want me to lead this effort and nothing happens, I have a right to say, you're a hypocrite. You're the problem. I have that right now. And that's not a right that we were afforded before. So that's the change there. It's not like we can force our way into positions that pay more, but we can certainly say, hey, you're a hypocrite. I'm out. And you but know, I think I, it's more of like a trade-off. If they're giving you something, what are they getting? I get that, but you know, I think about this too. Like, 
I hate to, I'm, I'm going to go back in time. We're going to go back to, to the civil rights movement where all the black people quit riding the bus and made the bus go bankrupt, right? Like we mm-hmm. are, we now collectively understand the power that we have with our money, right? Like we know that we literally have our thumb on the pulse of capitalism uh, in, in these United States, right? So we just saw how Georgia just made that very, I say oppressive. Um, I haven't read the whole law, so I can't really speak on it. But according to outlets, it's a very oppressive voter voter law. But the MLB, MLB who talked all that stuff about, oh, we believe in equality and all that, they they put up or shut up. They pulled out, right? Mm -hmm. And you see Coke, who has also said, ah, yeah, this ain't right, right? And you've seen Delta, who has also said, ah, this ain't right. And I think I think that companies are starting to realize, like, we need to appease the people who are literally giving us this money, right? Like, Correct. so I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think Joel, what you're saying, I think that that it's it's happening, right? Like, I, I think we're going to, as, as time progresses, we are going to um, be able to control the the narrative a little bit more in terms of like companies and 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 whatnots and so forth. So, yeah. <laughs> so I can see that. I'm just I'm just curious who's going to give up their seat. That's what I want to see. Yeah. That's the and, and see, I think that's the thing. Like, they're not giving up the seat, but they're giving up items around. Like, the, the MLB is not giving up. They're not giving up the seat up top, right? But they gave up the Listen, All-Star game, right? The, like, Braves, you know the Braves are still in Atlanta. <laughs> the Braves are not in Atlanta. The Braves are in Cobb County. They're the Cobb County Braves. <laughs> no, man, get out of here. You know what it is. They that's, like right, that's like you, you step over one line, you right there. Hey. They ain't, they ain't, right they ain't the in edge. Atlanta no more. So Okay, well, they in Cobb County. Well, they still in the state of Georgia. How about that? Does that work for you? They're still in Georgia, but they not in they're yeah. not in Atlanta. They in Cobb County. So it's, Cobb it County was like, Braves. yeah, we'll take the we'll take the all-star game out there, but y'all still gonna have a professional team. You still gonna make your money. You're just gonna lose on this end. Yeah. Well, the city's gonna lose a ton of money off of that. So and think yeah. about it, they may not ever bring that all-star game back there, not for a long time. So there they, you go. Once they change it, they're like, oh, since you changed it, we're going to take it from this city, give it back to you guys, and you guys got it. We'll just push it back one year. But you got to change it. To get it. That's the yeah, point. you got to change, change it. it. So. But it's going to be a give and take situation. And then you best believe if they change that law, they got something to do. Which, if it was monetary or, or another contract to do something, they got something by doing, by changing. Yeah. Which well, means was was the change beneficial to us based off what they received, or or was it not? Yeah. But we gotta start somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. final thoughts, y'all. We we are we are at that moment. Well, I'll go first and go ahead and get it out the way. Um, I'm just happy to be back. Uh, I'm glad to be able to have some of these conversations. Like you, you forget. Well, I forget sometimes just how valuable this time is just to be able to talk about these things, you know, with other brothers. Like, that's a big deal for me. So I appreciate y'all. I appreciate us being back. I hope that our our folks are are excited when they when they get that notification saying there's a new uh, BGT available. Uh, Thank you for all those who have subscribed thus far and listened to us. And uh, hopefully we can give you some more quality content here in the, the coming weeks, months, rest of this year. Yeah, and let me. I'm. I'm gonna go next, Henry. You'll finish this out here. But I, 
there I got an email from from uh I don't remember somebody who was requesting a guest. I am looking into that. Um I don't sometimes when I go through the emails where people request stuff, um I have to I have to look at it with a third eye cuz I never know if somebody's just trying to uh um, yeah. <laughs> so um I am just know I didn't re- I didn't respond right but if I don't respond I'm still thinking and I'm still like considering it I just I just need to like run it by some other people and, and figure out if it if it's a good move for us right like it, obviously it'd be a good move for that person but it it, it, it needs to benefit us um first and foremost because um this is our outlet so right right and I don't have any homework <laughs> I know I usually do um I I literally I, I literally have nothing. I have nothing today, <laughs> but I will in the future. This is the first episode back, so yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I I really don't have any final thoughts, but uh, glad to be back with you guys. Uh, hopefully, we can keep this train ride going, keep the train smoke blowing in the air. Yeah, keep putting pressure on these people back, so we build a better world for everybody. Yeah, I'm all for that. Um, we, uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. I'll say this: Look, get your head. Never mind. I ain't gonna say that. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah, today. but don't leave it. At just get your head, man. Finish that out. No, somebody can take that dog. No, what type I'm, of I'm show gonna... is this? This is right. a, is this a pornographic show? What's going on here? Well, I was gonna say get your head out of your ass, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna finish what I wanted to say because um, I'm gonna say yeah, that get for it out your time. ass and get it in the clouds. But <laughs> no, I, I, some some people need that though, man. Like yeah. basically, I've been, I was I've been about talking to, mobilize to some, some of my relatives, and and when I'm talking to them, it's like you know you how you baby somebody for so long. You're like, oh, hey, dude, I ain't gonna keep on doing this. What yeah. you gonna do? Yeah. Sometimes people need that. Yeah, we we. That's, I, I was gonna say get your head out of your ass and let's move collectively and, and get this money, but um, well, there yeah. you go. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> hey, sometimes what 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 Dave Ruffin what Dave Ruffin tell Otis? Some of us needed that, Otis. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Some some people need that. That's the only way they know how to move. Yeah. If you just take That's love fair. out and be like, look, man, it's bullshit. I'll give you that. Well. Yeah. Y'all, we is out of time. Um, that was all kind of wrong since you put together right there. <laughs> but okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. It'd be like, that. hey, look, I haven't, I haven't talked on a mic in so long. You can see my <laughs> and, words and man, are all over the place. People could see you looking over this on, on this camera, man. Every five minutes, you keep looking over your shoulder. What is going on, bro? Well, it's it's stuff going on in this room. <laughs> I see you keep nah. on. I'm like, man, nah, look, like I, got... obviously, I'm in a hotel room, so I'm hearing things, and I'm just trying to. You know, make sure. Yeah, you keep going back. I'm like, hey man, you good? You need to come on home or something? Anyway, well, we out of time, y'all, and we'll catch y'all next time. So we out. Peace. Peace.